Hello and welcome to another episode of The Warrior Artist. So today I want to talk to you about marketing. Marketing is a little bit of a dirty word in the art community, I think. It's seen as something we shouldn't have to do, we should be pure, we should make our work uh, to just all magically somehow find people. And obviously I'm by interviewing artists here in the podcast, some of them have representation, they're with galleries, they're further along in their careers. But for many of us, working artists, jobbing artists, trying to create a living from your work, you actually have to market. And I think it's a really demystifying what does marketing mean? Marketing is really about communicating. It's about sharing who you are, who your what your work is, what your work's about, and it's about finding an audience. So obviously, people would love to still go the gallery route, be, you know, a gallery would promote you and they'd they would do that all that for you. But even for established artists, it doesn't often work that way. So I have talked about aspects of uh, marketing already, especially Instagram. But today I want to talk about email. So email is a very sort of, it's been around for quite a while. It's an old recognized way of marketing, of communicating with people, and it's not going anywhere soon. It's it's actually very, very effective. And it's, you see, not everybody is on social media. And even if you are on social media, it's so easy to miss posts and, you know, to click off and go somewhere else and sort of forget about it. Email is a little bit more, um, as you're going into people's inbox, whether on their phone or on their laptop, and you're reaching people who are, aren't on Instagram, who aren't on social media, and have somehow decided to join your mailing list. So they're interested, mostly they're interested in hearing from, from you. So what I would recommend is if you have a website, if you don't have a website, just get some kind of basic website and on your website, have somewhere where people can join your mailing list or subscribe or somewhere where they can put in their name and their email, or even just their email and say, yes, I want to hear about you. And then once you have those emails, it's a really, really powerful tool. Somebody has given you permission and said, yes, you can contact me. The thing then to do is to contact them to write to them every so often, because if somebody just joins on a newsletter or joins a mailing list, they kind of forget. I mean, I know I do. And then you might get an email like six months later and you go, what the hell is this? What's this about? You won't remember. So I think short emails are very effective. I think the whole newsletter long email kind of comes from that's kind of an older school. That's from when things are written more like the pamphlet brochure. Now, it can be really, really short. So if you can create a post on Instagram with an image of your work, of your studio, work in progress, and write a little blurb, that could be an email. It can be as simple as that. It's just keeping that connection with people. And why do you want to communicate with people? Because ultimately, you want to sell paintings. You want to sell your work. And there is a big world out there. And not everybody's in Ireland, not everybody can see your work in a gallery, in an exhibition, and even people within, sometimes I find I don't even get to things. Life is busy, but email is a way of connecting with people, and they can find you, they can they can, they can can see your work. So you've got to communicate to them 
Now you hear about things, some of the phrases you might hear are things called lead magnets. It's just a marketing term. What it means is giving somebody a reason why they should give you their valuable email address. And it can be as simple as saying, if you'd like to hear about my upcoming work or stay in touch with my upcoming work or hear about my work or where I'm going to be exhibiting and keep in touch, just give me your email address. So that you're saying, give me your email and I'll let you know uh, what I'm doing and when I'm going to be exhibiting. It can be as simple as that. Or it could be, you might say, I'll send you a screensaver. I'll send you a list of my favorite paints. I will... I don't know, anything that you're going to give them, uh, you could say, I'm going to, I'll give you 10% off, um, 5% off your first purchase on my website if you have some kind of e-commerce website. When you then, so you that's a lead magnet. Somebody says, yes, I'll give you my email address. And then you communicate to them through your e- these emails. When you send an email and try and do it regularly, if you can, Mind you, there are no rules. I go through phases of trying to email once a week. And then sometimes life is busy. I just don't get to it. And it might be a month, it might be a few months. But generally, about once a month at least, I will try and write to the people who have given me their emails. Every time I send an email, people unsubscribe. And that's just the way it is. They they weren't interested. They subscribe by accident. They're not interested in what I say. Sometimes they say what I write is spam, which is kind of hurtful if I spend a lot of time trying to share something about my studio practice, which I think would be interesting. Most people don't say anything. And when I meet people in person, they tend to say to me, I really like your emails. You know, they're they're nice to get with all the other emails I get in my inbox. It's something that they're interested in. So Those are the people who stay, who read, and you don't tend to hear about those. So people who unsubscribe, forget about them. It's like people who unfollow on Instagram. It's irrelevant. They're not interested. So just you just have to try and move on. It's like one of those rejections we have to get past and uh, just move on. Now, there are lots of different sort of um, platforms for emails. I use MailChimp. It's not necessarily the best. There are other ones out there. And I would say if you're starting off research, um, and look, there are lots of new ones. And if I was doing it now from scratch, I probably would go somewhere else. But it's what I have. And I don't have time to learn something new. Time is so short, so precious to me. So I'm just sticking with that. And the way it works is it's free up to your first 2000. Um, and then after that, you pay. And I remember starting off the first email I got was somebody who wrote down um, their email address on a visitor book. That was my first email. And I remember when I got to 40, I was so excited. And I remember when I got to 400, I thought that was amazing. And I thought I would never pay for emails. But slowly, and you know, it does actually kind of grow like everything. It grows over time if you're communicating to people. And it is a way of getting art sales. It really is because that means you're connecting people who are interested in your art and you are telling them about your paintings, your process, your studio. You're telling about exhibitions you're in, and that hopefully when they are in a position to buy a piece of work, they might think of you or you're one of the artists in the mix. Your name is in the mix and they somehow you're someone now a trusted voice. So that's what it is. It's as simple as communicating with people. So I think lesson number one, have somewhere on your website where people can join your mailing list if you're trying to grow your audience, if you're trying to reach new people. And yeah, that's the main. And then talk to them. And it can be really, really short. It can be as short as an Instagram post. 
It doesn't have to be a big, long thing. And like everything, every technology, the first mailing list I sent took me a whole day. Or first email I sent took me a whole day. It's painful. And now I can do it really, really fast. And my trick, I just copy the last one I sent. So I just go hit duplicate. I change the title to the date I'm sending it. So I remember it. I'll change the uh, subject line and then I'll change the content. But, oh, you know, it just means it's, I just change images and it's quite quick. I can do them really, really fast now. And that makes things easier for me. Um, that's really, I think, all I wanted to say. So, yes, it's it's effective. It works. There's a reason why all big companies, people want your emails and they want to communicate with you by email because it is really effective. And I think also for you to join mailing lists of galleries you're interested in. And it's also a way of hearing about exhibitions, about open calls, opportunities. So email is powerful because it's easier to save the information. It's easier to click through and see more information. So if you send an image on an email, you can create a link in that that goes directly to your website. Now, when I started off sending um, emails, I didn't have any mechanism for taking a sale. Uh, I didn't have an e-commerce website. It was a very, very basic website. So I used to just say, please reply if you want to purchase. And then I would work out how to take payment, like bank transfer, whatever. There are ways of getting payment, revolutions, all kinds of ways of doing it. So it can be as simple as that. So don't let the fact that you don't have an e-commerce website stop you from collecting emails and um, talking to people. And then as I said, the other thing about emails, emails, you have them, you have them yourself, whereas Instagram can come, can go, you know, social media, it's not yours. The followers that are there, you know, you don't really, it's not really yours. It's a free service. You don't pay for it. It could disappear in the morning. Instagram has gone down in the past and who knows what's going to come and change or replace that or you could get hacked and you could start all over again. But if you can move people from Instagram and encourage them to your mailing list, that's something you can control. An email is something that you can control to send out when you have a new body of work, when you're in an exhibition, if there's something you want to tell them. Um, and then the other thing I would say is don't always communicate when you're trying to sell something. Nobody likes that. It's just share what you're doing, share the process, share all those interesting stories you share on Instagram. That would be interesting. And when you're sending an email, spend a little bit of time on the subject line. That's important because that was what people decide whether they'll actually open the email if it's interesting, um, if it's short, if it's appealing. And I, I notice now I look at emails that come from other places and just see the kind of emails they send. And it just gives me ideas and inspiration. And shorter is better. It's a bit like a subject line on Instagram. So I hope that's been helpful. And I hope that encourages you to start collecting emails and to communicate with your email audience every so often. It can be short, doesn't have to be perfect. Who has time for perfect? I don't. But just start sending stuff out. And, you know, slowly you're building that conversation. So I hope it's been helpful. And um, thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, please like, follow, subscribe, rate, even write a review, all those things, as it's really helpful for me. Um, and uh, until next time, oh, also, if you want to contact me with advice or suggestions or 
I don't think at all. You can reach me on Instagram at Aideen underscore Glynn. That's E-A-D-A-O-I-N underscore Glynn, G-L-Y-N-N. And on my website, AideenGlynn.com. You can join my mailing list if you want to see what I write. <laughs> and um, until next time, thanks for listening. Bye.